Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans Studio. Rocket Mortgage is with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. Hickey and McKeon are back at CBS Sports Radio in New York City. John Fast will have another update here in about 27 minutes. Conversation, believe it or not, about Antonio Brown, and I don't have a lot of Issues with, you know, he wants to wear a helmet he's always worn. Uh, the frost, reportedly frostbitten feet. I I know he had the nasty exit from Pittsburgh. I know it's preseason football and already we're waiting for the start of the regular season. But the NFL creating this drama over a helmet retiring the NFL banning the helmet, Brown threatening to quit football if he's not allowed to wear his helmet this year. Now, according to the story I'm reading at CBSSports.com by John Breach, it says the NFL started the process of banning helmets just before the start of the 2018 season. As a matter of safety, the NFL started legislating which helmets could be worn on the field. Although multiple helmet models were banned for the 2018 season, including the one worn by Tom Brady, players were given a one-year grace period where they were allowed to wear their old helmet while they started the search for a new helmet. During the 2018 season, there were a total of 32 players who wore an illegal helmet with the understanding that they would have to switch to a legal helmet in 2019. For players like Brown and Brady, they don't like to dump their helmet because it fits them so well. However, the NFL doesn't take that into consideration when deciding whether or not to prove a helmet. So there you go. And Brown's threatening to quit if he can't wear the helmet. He says it blo- the new helmets block his vision on some of the tighter throws. I think he's just frustrated over the reported frostbitten feet. And I think he's venting right now about, because the helmet issue, who knows? As I mentioned, it could be, if it's frostbitten feet, that could, that could take you out the whole year. That, that could affect you depending on the severity, and I'm not a doctor, nor did I stay at a Holiday Inn Express But I think anything frostbite, fingers, toes, feet, anything to that level could affect you long-term. But you have the ability with the best of the best when it comes to rehab. But these stories don't. It was like Deflategate never bothered me. It bothered me that the NFL almost took it to the Supreme Court. And it was a diversion for their real issues of domestic violence and everything else, you know, going on, and the NFL was brilliant with diversions. I don't know if you need a diversion now. The helmet story dropping out of nowhere right after 
the report on frostbitten feet and didn't wear the proper foot covering or, you know, you overdid it in a cold chamber. While the Raiders also are the featured NFL team on Hard Knocks on HBO, it just it doesn't have a, a real situation feel to it. And that's why I, I don't. I'm trying to, as a father of five, as a divorced father of five, I'm trying to eliminate as much trauma as I can in my life, at work, personal life, kids, everything. And when I look at sports and the drama that we have, I can look at Antonio Brown and say the guy's frustrated right now because he knows he's a workaholic and he can't get his work done because of his foot issue or feet issue. And now he had a year in the helmet, and he says that, you know, the new helmet blocks the view. He's not going to win that fight. He's not. You were given a grace period. You weren't given an extension. He will not be given preferential treatment. My guess is he'll be told by the start of the regular season, you have to wear a new helmet. But does it seem like, you know, he he would retire from football over a helmet issue and give up all that money? No. I think it's a guy frustrated that his feet are messed up. And if you're Antonio Brown, your feet and your hands are everything to you. Your feet and your hands are your lifeblood on a football field. Not so much your helmet. Your feet and your hands. Are you bothered by Antonio Brown and Steeler fans, I know you'll you'll jump in. That's one of our questions. You can join in one eight five five two one two four CBS. That's one eight five five two one two four two two seven. Second question over Bryson DeChambeau just getting lit up by fellow PGA Tour players. Slow play in golf. Should they enforce the forty second shot clock in golf? First time a warning for slow play, then the clock, and then a penalty stroke. That's an easy yes for me. And for the golfers out there, does slow play bother you like it bothers me? So you can join in one eight five five two one two four cbs That's one eight five five two one two four two two seven at Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Let's go to Tony. In Charlotte, North Carolina. Thanks for listening on WFNZ, one of America's top sports radio stations. You're on the Saturday Night Huge Show. All right. Yeah, you got a great radio voice, by the way. Um, I just want to say that uh, as a lifelong Browns fan, um, I know ugly, ugly football. I know ugly team situations very well. Um, and the, what's going on in Oakland right now is is it's ugly. Uh, you have. The guy doesn't want to play because of a helmet. And then, I don't know if you watched, did you watch the Hard Knocks? Yeah, I did. That's what kind of started this conversation what, what an hour Jonathan, ago. Jonathan Abrams, the Jonathan Abrams, when, when, when Gruden went to him, just asking him not to hit his players, giving him, giving him hell because his coaches is asking him not to hit his players. And, and, and he was giving him a lot of lip. I thought it was a very ugly scene. Um, and if I was the coach, I would be, uh, I don't know how Gruden does it, but he handled it really well. Um, but it, it was not a good look. Do you know what I'm talking about? 
Yeah, I mean, I didn't like anything. Wasn't a good look. I didn't like anything about Hard Knocks. I think I expected more. And I look at what Gruden's doing with the personalities he's trying to assemble to flip a team that was one of the worst in the NFL last year. And I don't think it's going to happen. I know they're beating the Rams right now in preseason football, but come regular season and long-term with this season, uh, I, I don't think it's going to happen with the Raiders. I don't. I don't think. I don't think so. My my last point with the Browns is I, uh, you know, when Baker. I just wanted to uh, make a comment on Baker Mayfield because uh, I, I think most of the country is tuned into this if you're a sports fan. But you know, I don't want when he went on the jumbotron in Cleveland and chugged the beer. You know, a lot of people misconstrued that as it was he he wanted to bring the spotlight on himself, on himself, and that was not what it was. That that. To me, as a Browns fan, he was yeah, that was a gift to Browns fans. He wanted to do that for the fans, showing them that he was with them. It was enough. That it, you know, he didn't want the, the limelight on himself. He wanted to let all Browns fans know that he was there for them, and it wasn't anything about himself. Um, and I don't know if anybody took it that way, but um, you know, I think that most Browns fans I know uh, just we're, we're excited about this. This season. Oh, hey, this season and the next, uh, you know, five-year window. And, Tony, thanks for the call in Charlotte, North Carolina. I want to give a shout-out to Tony, Matt Hanlon, and the crew, and Darren Arians uh, down there at CBS Sports Radio uh, in Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah, the Browns are, you know, as long as Baker doesn't go down, they're going to be on a run. At least, you know, your window, because of salary cap, he goes, he got that five-year window. I know the Patriots are just a freak of football nature. I wouldn't put the Browns in the Super Bowl. I don't know if I can put them in front of the Chiefs and the and, and the Patriots right now, but I, I will say they're a playoff team and could win a playoff game. But you never know, man. I don't know what level. And will Odell stay straight and narrow? He seems to be in a different environment working for him. Baker, his fire, his swagger, it's been there, man. Oklahoma planting the flag in Columbus. Then goes back to that state, and now he owns a state. He's a winner. He's not 6'5". He's a guy that no one believed in, and when they did, he went and owned it. The one thing in Cleveland I'll say is I, I like the culture change. I like the talent on the roster. I love Baker. But when you haven't been there, I won't count Baker out, but if you haven't been there, I think that's a it's a big part. You know, it's kind of like Mahomes, you wonder, and, you know, Kansas City blew it against Patriots. That Super Bowl celebration maybe was theirs, and it looks like it's fueling Mahomes offseason. And same thing, you know, he'll show up at, you know, he's at the Final Four rooting on his old school Texas Tech. He's there, you know, MLS games in Kansas City. Just like Baker, they get it. They get the community. They appreciate their fans. Let's go to Jake in Houston, Texas, listening on AM610 here on the Saturday Night Huge Show. Hey, what's going on, man? Thank you so much for having me on. How you doing, Jake? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing good. Good, good. Well, thanks for having me on again. Uh, So I am a huge Raiders fan. I'm calling about uh, AB. Huge Raiders fan. Been a Raiders fan my whole life, uh, going on 32 years. Uh, as a late 90s and early 2000s, that's what built the foundation, of course, um, back when John Gruden was in Oakland the last time. 
But here's my thought. I will keep it, try to keep it as short as possible. Getting AB coming to Oakland, super cool. Um, like the possibilities, obviously, we're all dreaming and hoping. Um, but by the but everything going on, the helmet, the feet, the drama, is so bizarre, extremely bizarre. Um, but by the end of the day, that's my opinion. Uh, you know, we're Raiders fans, and if you're a true Raider fan, ride or die, um, we've dealt with a lot of disappointments throughout the last 15 years. You know, Aaron Brooks, Jeff Garcia, um, Jamarcus Russell, uh, Carson Palmer, Jordy Nelson, Randy Moss. The list goes on where we had so much hope, and it was just catastrophic. Warren Sapp, uh, Mojo from Jacksonville. So by the end of the day, in my perspective right now, I'm not trying to let it eat me up. This might be just another bump in the road as a Raiders fan. I have hope, and I'll never lose despair. Um, so I'm really excited about this because I love the whole situation. But um, this might just be a bump in the road, and this might be another one of those times where it was just a bad deal. And we'll two, three years, four years, hopefully we'll be able to get past it. We've been so close, uh, almost had an MVP, you know, running uh, for Derek. Uh, first team in history to ever go undefeated in the division and not even make playoffs. Mm. So I think a true Raiders fan, you just got to – I mean, we have hope. But always have disappointment, but never despair. All right, Jake, thanks for the call in Houston. Yeah, one thing I will say from Hard Knocks, and I like to watch that to kind of get a feel on the team. I mean, Carr looks like he's in shape. He's locked in. Uh, They need Brown, and they need Brown the entire year. And they need him healthy. And hopefully the frostbite, the foot issue, the feet issue, plural, uh, can be taken care of. If not, then they don't have a prayer. There you go. TW in Oakland, speaking of the Raiders, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hope, despair, hang in there, bumping the road. Sounds like a self-help book that TW never uh, read. <laughs> anyway, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. And let me tell you why TW is excited. This thing about the helmet, this was no bigger than Horngate 98. I'm telling you right now that it's all about the feet. I 100% back what you're saying as far as this is to take take away from that. But if you look at Brown, he's missed meetings. He's done exactly what he did in Pittsburgh. All that stuff about him hanging out uh, and and playing catch with the Cars kid, just a big joke. The Raiders made a big mistake. You guys want hope, change, and all that other stuff? Hey, going to be in Vegas next year, but it won't affect that guy down in Texas. He almost brought a tear to TW's eyes. And you know what? Horngate 98 will never forget. Metcalf ain't walking through that door. Cleveland fans. Thank you, TW, out in Oakland, California, listening on KMBR. Jack in Georgia, you're on the Saturday Night Hill Show. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Um, that um, the, uh, the last caller, caller he, he got it right. ABK practice, defeat issue. So he got to draw the attention because he's not going to leave all that money on the table for no helmet. He did some media hog. He went all this to himself. I'm a Steeler fan. I've been dealing with this dude for a long period of time as a fan. He's a great player, but he just want to be a center of attention. And this is what the problem is right now. He He's not going to retire. He's not, he not, he not going to leave $30 million on the table for Amen. a helmet. Please. I agree, Jack. Thanks for the call in Georgia. Great hearing your voice. Yeah, $30 million and guaranteed salary if he never dresses for the Raiders. And according to the big lead tweet, Antonio Brown received only $1 million as a sign-in bonus. And thank you to the audience for agreeing with me. 
that this is a diversion for what is the real issue. How bad are the feet of Antonio Brown from that cold chamber? Is it frostbite? Now they just messed up. I mentioned that Gallon, the former U.S. world-class sprinter, said it took him months to recover. He did the same thing where he didn't wear uh, the proper footwear. Your thoughts on Antonio Brown? Does the situation bother you? Uh, you can join us at one eight five five two one two four cbs That's one eight five five two one two four two two seven. At Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. It's the Saturday Night Huge Show. Once again, here's Huge Bill Simonson. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line, one 855 is brought to you by GEICO. Great news. There is a quick way you could save money. Switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com. And in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance at GEICO.com. Hickey and McKeon are back at CBS Sports Radio in New York City. John Fass, another update here in about six minutes. First huge question of the night. I don't have any issue with Antonio Brown. I know Steeler fans, you don't like the way it ended. Uh, but frostbitten feet, frustrated with the helmet rule, the grace period. He needs to wear the new one. He's not going to give up 30 mil. He's not. And he's not going to get his way with the NFL. I think it's his frustration uh, with the f- foot slash feet issue. Uh, your thoughts on Antonio Brown at one eight five five two one two four CBS. That's one eight five five two one two four two two seven at Saturday Huge on Twitter. Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Second question: How many people hate slow play in golf? Whether it's watching the PGA, LPGA Tour, Champions Tour, or Slow play with your buddies, your family members, or at your local golf course. Should the PGA Tour Institute, the warning, and the 40-second shot clock, the rule in place right now, and start giving out penalty strokes? I think the PGA Tour players would all agree on this, for the most part, majority. one 855 cbs out to the huge nation we go, all across North America. Dean in Chicago listening on AM670, The Score, your radio home of the Cubs in the Windy City. You're on the Saturday Night Huge Show. Thanks for taking the call, Bill. I appreciate it. Uh, I just have a question, and I don't know, it might, might be a stupid question, but all of these guys, like Antonio Brown, Odell Beckham Jr., every team knows they have a certain amount of baggage they bring with them. Why do they continue to trade and offer contracts to these guys when they know that it's just going to be a problem for them? So I'll I'll hang up. I just want to hear your thoughts on it. All right, Dean, thanks for listening in Chicago on the score because they're desperate to win. You know, we've seen deals given to players. I mean, look at what John Gruden did. And I get every coach wants to be the second third, fourth, fifth chance guy that you want to be the healer, that you want to show everybody you can uh, give someone a chance and put them down uh, the right path. I, I love that. But, you know, and, and I'm not going to lump Antonio Brown with Richie Incognito and Vontez Perfect. I'm not going to go there. And that was my point with my opening huge opinion today. I, Antonio Brown had issues about the end and Big Ben and there was some ego, whatever. 
Okay, I get it. And it happens with players at the end. Look at Odell Beckham Jr., how much better he is with the Browns compared to the Giants, and granted the microscope is bigger in New York City. But John Gruden trying to put all those personalities together, man, a team has to have chemistry, which leads to culture. And you can't just put the best 53 guys and bring them all in and think they're all going to bond. It's not going to happen. Once in a while, it will. But I will not put Antonio Brown into a category in pro sports where he's a bad guy. The helmet issue, he wants to wear an old helmet. He was given a grace period last year. Maybe he's hoping he gets another grace period. I think the deeper-rooted issue here is it's serious. If that cold chamber and if the reports are true and it looks like it when you see that photo that he sent out, that frostbitten feet, he may not have to worry about your helmet. I'm not saying his career is over, but his speed, his ability to turn on a dime, the comeback, the timing routes, it's all based on his separation ability. He's as good as anybody the NFL has ever seen at separating, whether it's the corner trying to lock him up or a linebacker. And you could see leading up to the conversation about frostbite, which wasn't there initially. It was blisters, right? When he was working out in Florida before he was off to Napa Valley and the Raiders training camp, they had the hard knocks cameras there from HBO, and you could see he was laboring through a workout. Because he, he does give it his all in workouts. So that's why I just wanted to get the audience, because I think it's easy to pile on. Ah, it's a Saturday, it's a week, it's slow, there's not a lot going on. Yeah, you got the FedEx Cup playoffs and golf, and you know, but there's not, and it's preseason, once you get past the excitement of your team like playing a quarter, you're like, okay, I'm ready for the regular season. So hard knocks, these storylines, what's real news and what's fake news? I don't know. I know the photo of his feet is the only real thing I know. And he's got some issues. If you want to join in, 1-855-212-4CBS. That's 1-855-212-4227. Steve in Houston, Texas, listening on AM610. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, I want to say first off, thank you for your service on a Saturday night, giving us your opinion. We appreciate it. Secondly, the Astros crushed the Orioles tonight. Take it back, 2019. But I wanted to get your opinion on the Texans. I, like, I saw the preseason game, and I don't really have faith in Bill O'Brien. And I just wanted to know, get your get your thoughts on my team, and is there any kind of hope here in Houston? I think there is some hope, and help. Uh, hope usually begins with another word that starts with an H. Health, and I appreciate the call, Steve, in Houston. Yeah, the Astros at Korea. Did he hit 474? Did I see that tweet or something? He hit the longest home run, I think in Camden Yards history for the Strohs. Yeah, Texas getting Duke Johnson. You have DeAndre Hopkins. You have Deshaun Watson. Uh, if you can have health across the board with that defense, you know, Bill O'Brien trying to do everything, I think he has too much control. But in terms of talent, it's there. You know, the big question, whether it's a high school team, a youth team, a, a college team, a pro team, you can have all that talent. I just talked about this, but can a coach put it together? And a staff. It's there. Come on. 
Deshaun stays healthy. DeAndre's as good as anybody in the league. Might you know with Antonio's situation, might be the best wideout in the league. He's, no, I wouldn't go there. Well, well, but he's he's close, and I appreciate the call, Stephen Houston, uh, listening on AM six ten. I mean, he potentials there, maybe the best athlete at the wide receiver position or close to it, top three, right? And Duke Johnson was a good pickup from the Browns, so you know, ten win team, but you know, Texans never get it done in the postseason. So I don't these coaches that come in and I, I talked about Matt Patricia earlier, and they get all this control w- without earning it. It's a slippery slope uh, in pro football. If you want to join in, one eight five five two one two four CBS. That's one eight five five two one two four two two seven. At Saturday Huge on Twitter, Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. It's the Saturday Night Huge Show once again. Here's Huge Bill Simonson. We are back live across North America, the U.S. and Canada, 355 radio stations. Also, if you lose your radio station and you're traveling, Sirius XM Channel 206. You can also listen on the CBS Sports app, uh, which I turn to for scores and news almost 24-7, outside of when I'm sleeping, and also CBSSportsRadio.com. Hickey and McKeon wrapping up 15 more minutes together, less than that. And then the A-team, Horowitz and Graceffo, will be producing the show. Uh, we have some huge questions we're throwing out to the audience. We've had some wonderful back and forth. The Antonio Brown storylines from the feet and the reported frostbite and also the helmet back and forth, I, I'm i not going to lump him into this disgruntled guy. I know he's talked about quitting. He's not going to walk away from the $30 million guaranteed. Where are you at on Antonio Brown? And the people in Pittsburgh listening on 93.7 FM, be objective. All right? Be objective. Like I am each and every Saturday night. And then this Bryson DeChambeau and slow play on the PGA Tour came up during the Open over in Northern Ireland. I say start giving the warning, the 40 seconds. You don't need to... Dance around it, it's a rule. And the PGA lives by their rules. And these guys and what DeChambeau did in the second round of the Northern Trust on the FedEx Tour is just garbage. And I hate it. And I also want to ask the audience, would you like to see the PGA, LPGA, Seniors Tour, Champions Tour enforce the slow play warning and penalty strokes? And do you hate it when you're playing with your friends, your family, in a league or in that outing, or just out hitting the golf course and there's slow play in front of you. But then they have Rangers, and the Rangers take care of it. Ranger will stop and say, hey, how's the pace? Or they can check it with the cart numbers, however they do it, your country club, your local municipal course, and they'll go up and do it. So, you know, they have these rules officials with every group on the PGA Tour, LPGA Tour. I don't know if officials are with every group on the LPGA Tour, or are they with every? I don't know. I don't know if you have that many officials, but they call them out, and they could say, "Hey, they got to report a slow play." You you give the warning, so you get a warning first to pick it up, just like a ranger will at your course. He'll walk up to you or drive up, he or she, and say, "Hey, you know what? Um, you got an open hole in front of you. You need to get it going." And if they come back, they'll they'll say, "Step away and let the group behind you," and it might be two groups. 
and you're penalized that way, even though you're paying for the golf. So it's an easy fix to me on the PGA Tour. Now you can join in one eight five five two one two four CBS. That's one eight five five two one two four two two seven at Saturday Huge on Twitter. Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Darren in Iowa. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Hey, um, I was down in Bourbonnet, Illinois, watching my Bears practice for about, about six or seven days. And I love what I see from a lot of players. This defense is going to be really good. Uh, David Montgomery, I think, could be the real deal. What I see in preseason Thursday night, cutting in, cutting out, and scoring that touchdown, that was amazing. Anthony Miller, Allen Robinson, Taylor Gabriel, they, they look apart. And Trubisky, if he could take a step forward this year, I want your opinion. I think this could be a Super Bowl team. I'm not saying they're going to go, but they got to potentially be a very good football team. What is your respective on them? All right, Darren, thanks for the call in Iowa. I, I thought they had a chance to win the Super Bowl last year with that defense. And I thought their play calling was very conservative. They were just trying to get through that playoff game against the Eagles. And Trubisky, you know, let him go. And can he take a step forward? I mean, it's all about your quarterback. It really is. And he can win with defense. And I, I think that defense was a reason the Bears were one of the best teams in pro football. And you, you look at the playoffs and Bears get that W. And I know the kicker got the blame, but I thought the play calling was incredibly uh, conservative. And Bears, they're the favorite to win the NFC North. Some like Green Bay, but I, you know, they got Rodgers and LaFleur now going back and forth. And I don't know, man. Maybe Green Bay should have moved down from Rodgers. I know that sounds crazy, but you know, maybe they should have. I'm not. There's just situations like Antonio Brown with the Steelers, and it's nothing against Aaron, and it's nothing against. The Packers, you reach a point. Tom Penders, the old Texas basketball coach, told me at the seven-year mark, same thing Dick Versace, a former NBA coach, told me, you get to seven years as a coach, and either you're there 20 years or they want to run you out. That seven-year mark. And I'm just not, I'm, I'm not there with Kirk Cousins yet. On being a top-shelf QB, same situation with Matt Stafford and the Lions. That's why I go with the Bears winning the NFC North with that defense to have a deep playoff run or get to the Super Bowl. It's about the coach not changing things up come playoff time in terms of their offense and misdirection, emotion, and play calling, and Trubisky going to the next level. There you go. Thank you, Darren, for the call in Iowa. You want to join us? One eight five five two one two four CBS. That's one eight five five two one two four two two seven. Let's go to Allen in Toronto, Canada. Listening on AM five ninety. You're on the Saturday Night Healed Show. You're darn tootin' that uh, Antonio Brown is not going to win that battle. When it comes to health or safety or security reasons of the highest importance, management uh, has to take action, and they have authority over him too. You know what they say: you must obey. You mess with a master, you're going to meet with disaster. And you'd be surprised how human beings can get used to anything. You know, it's, uh, I didn't like seatbelts when I first wore them. I felt very uncomfortable. They were foreign. I'm used to them now. Now I can't drive without them. And uh, 
he'll put that helmet on. He'll he'll get used to it. You know, he makes my top ten list of all the of, of fools. He, he makes my top ten list. Colin Kaepernick, Johnny Menzel, and him. I used to have John Rocker on the on the list, but I've removed him. He's history already. But uh, he makes my top ten lists of of the fools. And he's uh, think of what it's going to cost him thirty million dollars. You know, it's uh, that's he's not walking away from thirty million, Alan. There's no way, no way. No. It's his guaranteed money. He took only a one million dollars signing bonus because he has thirty million guaranteed. There is no way he is he is not going to wear the updated helmet. And this talk of retiring is more frustration about what is a real foot issue. If I'm the owner, I'm, I'm giving, and I'm probably having second thoughts about signing him. He's probably regretting it right now. I mean, he does have the talent, you know, but it's not worth it. To, uh, you can see what what he's gone through. It's just not worth it. I'm sure he's regretting it. Alan, thanks so much for the call on AM five ninety in Toronto, one of that country's top sports radio stations. I do have some tweets coming in. Sam Billings listening out in San Diego, California. AB is the man, feet, and all he does, what he wants, whenever he wants. Then he included that photo of his feet. Man, that... Oh. That makes me happy about my feet. Uh, also... M. Parker S. tweets that Saturday huge. The huge one is telling it like it is, sounding great and kicking butt. Thank you, M. Parker S. Also, Wario Kinzel out in Oakland. TW sounds an awful lot like the warrior from Austin, Texas. I think that guy used to call my show, and he worked at a Honda dealership in Colleen, Texas. I met him, and he used to call my show down in Austin. When I was working for KJFK, uh, Costa Carvonis comments from Goodyear, Arizona. Antonio Brown is just a prima donna who loves having the media fawn over him. He isn't quitting. Looks like Gruden came back to coach a clown car. Oakland has as much chance of winning with that crew as a Titanic being brought back into service. Thank you, Costa for Vonus out in Goodyear, Arizona. You can join us on air at 1-855-212-4CBS. That's 1-855-212-4227. At Saturday Huge on Twitter. Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Ben Horowitz tweeted, and I retweeted, and he'll be producing the final two hours with James Graceffo. Ben says, buckle your seat belts, folks. Pun intended. You won't believe your ears. And he quoted the tweet of Sean Mraz, who's DA's producer, who's coming in in about two hours filling in for Zach Gelb. Mraz writes, Mraz mania this weekend on at CBS Sports Radio continues. Later tonight, I'm in for Zach Gelb, 2 a.m. till 6 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. until 3 a.m. Pacific. We will be breaking down the dumbest five things Philip and Flint said this morning in support of Antonio Brown fighting safety. Morass mania. Hickey, is that something I missed in the CBS Sports Radio memo that uh, Morass mania now is we get to name? I know I have the Saturday Night Healed show. 
he doesn't have it really just filling in for Zach Gell, but Sean Moraz. Moraz Mania sounds like it might be the name of his show now when he fills in. I think so. Moraz Mania is going to follow a huge hoopla. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, Ben Horowitz quoted the, the huge at huge hoopla. Uh, tonight on the show, I'll talk about myself, then take a break, talk more about myself, take another break, talk about Antonio Brown, take another break, talk about slow play on golf and how it annoys me like nothing else on earth, and then deliver a huge opinion on Colin Kaepernick. Why hasn't anybody signed him as a backup? I touched on this earlier. He put out the video, working hard, and 889 days, whatever the day count was, without a job. Settled with the NFL back in March. Why wasn't that video out in March when teams were signing free agents and shaping rosters and OTAs and workouts? I'll tell you why. It's because he doesn't want to be a backup. Colin Kaepernick going back to the NFL, being a backup, takes him off that pedestal. It does. That's why he threw out the video in August. He knew no team's going to pick him up and sign him. No one's going to give him a starting job. No way. No way. Do I have any inside information? Was I in meetings? I think the reason he didn't come back is that he wanted to be a starter. Being a backup would not help his image when you're not good enough to start for the team. Now he's got his Nike deal. Yeah, he hasn't worked in the NFL for, what, 889 days, whatever it is in counting. But he's raking in millions. He's an icon to some, a controversial figure to others. But if he really wanted to play in the NFL, he would have posted that video back in March after he settled that dispute with the National Football League. Thank you, Hickey. Thank you, McKeon. Two more hours straight ahead on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.